We are talking travel, Sally Lucas and me, Jane Klein. And we are going on the waters a little bit at the moment, aren't we, Sally? Well, I thought it was appropriate, Jane, seeing as we've had a couple of vessels in in the last week. And, of course, the celebrity Millennium is in today. Whether you missed her this morning, she's going out again about five this afternoon, which would be a good sight to see. She's quite a huge vessel. And Rhapsody of the Seas, of course, was in um, earlier in the week. And um, I did do an inspection of that vessel as well. So we're very lucky to have these vessels calling in to Newcastle. And just to give you an idea, we've still got... Um, two more this year, would you believe, to come in. Uh, the Rhapsody of the Seas again and the Radiance of the Seas on the 8th and the 29th of December. Then we've got nine vessels coming in so far already for next year, 10 in 2014 already, you know, planning that far ahead. Um, so it certainly it's, makes it a lot easier if you're thinking yes. of going on a cruise to be able to do it from... Yes, from well, not all of these are starting from here though, Jane. Okay. So some of them are starting in Sydney and then you can embark here, but mm. the others the other way around. You might have to go to Sydney and its last port of call is here oh. before it goes back to Sydney. So either way, you know, you, you might have to start one end and so on. But yes, it's, it's just good to know that this is happening, but I still wish we could upgrade our cruise terminal facilities. It, it really isn't the best place to arrive. Anyhow, let's hope Port Corporation and other people can get on with that. It's um, something it's we need dark, to address. Though. Dark point? Yeah, dark yes. point. Mm. Mm. So it's not the best place to come into. They really do need to improve the facilities there. Um, just moving on to something a little bit different for a moment, Jane, and the ads have even been on TV now, which I hope people have been watching. Smart Traveller have been you know, promoting the fact every traveller, every trip should go on smarttraveller.gov.au. So look, make sure that you, you are smart travellers out there, which they're asking you to do, and make sure you organise full comprehensive travel insurance Check what circumstances and activities are not covered by your policy to make sure you are covered for the right things, okay? And make sure you register your travel and contact details with DFAT on that Smart Traveller website. I mean, it can make all the difference, like from a you know the earthquake in Christchurch to a tsunami. If, you, if they know where you are, it's much easier to locate you, find you, and help relocate you. So just please do that. The other thing too, Jane, I just thought I often go through looking at little quotes that have come over the years. And this one goes back to a gentleman who was prior Confucius. He, he was born, he lived in the 6th century uh, BC. Uh, Lao Tzu, his name was, and um, or he was often called Laozi, which means old master. And he says, do the difficult things while they are easy and do the great things while they are small. A journey of a thousand miles must begin with a single step. And I guess that's you can apply that to travel, can't you? Um, and I think that's once a, a good thing to say. James Michener said, another thing I love, if you reject the food, ignore the customs, fear the religion and avoid the people, you might, might as well stay at home. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's some good ones out there, and I'll do a few more of those. They're quite interesting little quotes. Um, the Rhapsody of the Seas, as we said, is a great vessel, and they're all... Um, outside cabins too, just to keep that in mind, and they're all of a good size. So that's, that's a good thing to know, especially for families and so on. And they've got great facilities on board for families and for all ages, really, and about seven restaurants and plenty of facilities and activities on board, as usual these days. So with you the, enjoyed your visit? Well, it was, it was very brief, unfortunately. They weren't very organised in getting us on board with customs. We were delayed nearly an hour, so we didn't get as long on board as we would have liked, but it was a pretty quick flip through, but at least we got an idea. 
Mm. So that was good. The other thing, um, Jane, uh, Avalon Waterways is a company who organises all sorts of um, river cruising. And for the first time now, their newest destination is the Mississippi. Now, I have talked about this before, how they've, you know, rebuilt that wonderful paddle steamer that plied the Mississippi. And so now at least we can book in Australia, you know, with a safe you know, booking system, if you like, so that you're not having to worry about, you know, overseas and your credit card and all that sort of thing. Well, it's local currency too. Well, that's right. And I mean, it's they're doing a lovely 12-day voyage from Nashville to New Orleans. So that would be quite interesting, I think. And this is um, including accommodation in Nashville and New Orleans at the end and then a seven-night cruise. So that would be really, if you're interested in that heartland of America and getting to see Nashville and the blues in New Orleans and the jazz and obviously, you know, um, you'd, you'd get to see Graceland and Memphis and all of that. And there's a lot of people in Newcastle who are very much blues and country fans, I know for a fact, and you've got to look at your program. Programs, of course, that that have been so popular over the years. What is it? Thirty years the blues programs mm, more than thirty years, yes. which is which John is quite tonight, remarkable yeah. when you think about it, isn't it? And and I still talk to people who say they reckon that's one of the best programs they they um, listen to on two N U R. So it, all those people who do listen to that might like to do one of these types of you know travel adventures and go down the mighty Mississippi and uh, explore this wonderful heartland of America, which for now at least we can book through your travel agency and it's. Uh, run by a company, as I said, or the agent for the company, that's, they don't own it, they're the agent of the American Queen, is Avalon Waterways. And she's a very graceful, stately, huge paddle steamer. Oh, uh, she is a paddle steamer that just yes. has to be. Yes, and I mean, so it's going to be like the grand old days. and They've got grand saloons and majestic dining rooms, lovely state rooms, like it's been completely almost rebuilt, and lots of lovely excursions and things that you can go along. And again, it's a mighty river, like lots of mighty rivers in the world, whether it's the Nile or the Yangtze or whatever. The Mississippi is another mighty river. So, and isn't that Mark Twain territory? It is. Absolutely, Mark Twain territory. So you're going to get a lot of history as well. And we are talking travel as well on 2NURFM. We were talking about blues a little bit earlier and loving them. Well, Australia's longest-running blues radio show is on again tonight from 8 o'clock. Jeremy Damstra will have the blues. So if you've got the blues, join him. 30 years on, it's still going strong. Friday Night Blues on 2NURFM. But talking travel, of course, let's head somewhere else where we perhaps won't feel so blue, probably not with cold. We are talking about a most wonderful area, the coast of Norway next, Sally Lucas. We are, Jane, and I know we have talked about it before, but sometimes we might just say things and people don't really understand, you know, where it is exactly or how beautiful it is. And the way they describe it, it's remote and untouched destinations. And what you've got to remember is this particular vessel um, is taking people to these areas where not other normal, if I can call them that, cruise vessels go into. So they have a fleet of 13 purpose-built vessels that offer departures every day of the year, which is quite remarkable, with a choice of 6, 7, 11 or 12-day voyages. Now, they're best known as the Norwegian Coastal Voyage and they call it 34 ports between Bergen in the south to Kirkness in the north. And um, most, as I said, ports are never visited by larger liners. And so it's often described as the world's most beautiful voyage. Because you, you can imagine you're, you're ducking into nooks and crannies with all these wonderful fjords and mountains, etc. And also wildlife. And also the dress code is very casual, which a lot of people like, instead of having the, you know, the really upmarket cruise vessels where you feel obliged to um, go and buy a whole new outfit. So there is no dress for dinner, no fighting for the captain's table. 
label or anything like this. The journey is about immersing yourself in the heart of the destination and its culture, and that's what it's all about. So in the region of the Midnight Sun and the Northern Lights, of course, you've, you've got that area to do. They also do not just the Norwegian coastal route, but they do Greenland voyages, and, of course, their vessel does go down in the opposite season to Antarctica. So, you know, you've, you've got a, a small vessel that doesn't take a whole you know, huge amount of passengers, and it's really the journey, as we're saying. This is the most important thing is the journey. But you've still got a high standard and quality of comfort. Um, The ships are fitted with panoramic windows. You've got spacious deck settings, comfortable lounges, and, of course, you've got heaps of shore excursions. You can do even dog sledding in Tromso or bird watching or a visit to the Snow Hotel in Kirkness, a historical tour in Bergen. And also, Jane, there are segments you can do. So if you don't want to do the whole journey, you can do shorter portions thereof. So it's quite flexible and in that regard. And they often have quite good uh, rebated um, discounts throughout the year. Just check with your travel agent where they might have um, a special discount for solo travellers, you know, travelling at, at a, a much you know, reduced rate, or they might have all sorts of offers. So just check with them when you, when you look, because they usually do have some, some wonderful offers out there for you to experience what they have. And as I said, just keep in mind that they don't just do that that Norway region, they do do Antarctica and they do do Greenland. So it's opening up again this world of expedition cruising which we've talked about before with the Kimberley that I did earlier this year on Orion and they go into Borneo and New Guinea and they do Antarctica as well, you know, so we've got lots of these smaller expedition vessels now um, even up through Alaska you can get small ship cruising and where they go in again, you get really into the nooks and crannies and the inlets um, whereas with the larger ships you are seeing a bit more from a distance and you can get up more close and personal with the wildlife as well which is always a fantastic thing also and and that's what you're going to experience in these areas as well of course is the wildlife as well as the wonderful scenery and of course yes we are going to quite a cool part of the world but if you're going in there summer months um, you know, it, it's quite pleasant if you're going in the winter months, you're going to get the benefit of seeing the Aurora Borealis, aren't you? So once you get far enough north, so that's still a plus, isn't it? Even if you have to rug up, I mean, once you're inside the vessel, it's kept it a, you know, a, a reasonable climate. So you still have light clothing and you just need that, that nice warm layer once you're ashore or out, out on deck on the ship. But some wonderful experiences you can do out there with some of these expedition companies these days. So just consider that as an option to cruising if you feel you're not in to the more, you know, prestigious cruise market. Can I put it that way? Thanks, Sally Lucas. Thanks, Jane. And we'll be talking travel again next week uh, on 2NURFM after the 1 o'clock news.